welcome to It Was Tuesday. I am your host, James Chen. One of the things that just came out this week was some new trailers for Tekken 8. I just went over Lily and Honda footage that was released by Capcom. So check youtube.com slash TV Should be up already if you want to watch that. But here we're going to watch some King and Lars. And this is going to be an interesting one because I played King in Tekken. So I might actually recognize, thank you, Lurize, Lyrise, Larice, Larice, for the subscription as well. But I actually play King, so I could actually have a little bit more insight on what's going on. I have seen this footage, but I will tell you that I still don't know what's going on sometimes because there is some wild stuff happening with King here. So I'm actually kind of hyped. Uh, I mean, look, Tekken 8 comes out. I'm not a Tekken guy. I tried playing Tekken 7. Obviously, we know how that went. But when Tekken 8 comes out, I will definitely be playing it. And to, to have King back in the game and to have him look this hype. Like, out of all the trailers they made, I feel like this one was edited differently, too. There's something about the way this trailer works that just feels faster and hype. Like, super hype. And uh, as someone mentioned in one of my YouTube comments, the announcer is Len Hart, who's a very famous announcer for like uh, 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 for like UFC stuff and, and things like that. So she's uh, she's uh, that's who they got to do this. And she's known for her very exaggerated speech. Let's go ahead and watch this trailer one time through King and then we'll go over Lars. Dream MMA, says Shogundo. Okay. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. What have I done? What have I done? Yoink, there we go. Sorry, guys. Let's do that again. <laughs> See, for the people listening at home, they're like, now you know how we feel, huh? Now you know how, it's like tough, right? There it is. Where? That's what I would that's what I would hear when one of you guys finally spots it. <laughs> oh my god, it's so dark in here. Oh no, how can you survive? Sorry. <laughs> here we go. King. Get ready for the next battle. Anger of the Beast. Eight. New challenger. <laughs> I love how she says that too. New challenger. See, already we see a new armor uh, power crush. Dude, let's go. What? <laughs> what? the microphone oh god so awesome yeah see I think that's a that's a uh, trailer only camera change there I wonder if they're gonna make the side switch throw actually more useful now oh oh my god dude Oh, is this a new stage? I think you're right. Yeah. 
a weird anticlimactic way to end the super, but I think it works. They wanted to give it that wrestling pose look, I'm sure. Yeah, but needless to say, King looks amazing in this, dude. I mean, like I said, there's something about this trailer that just feels like, I don't know, the, 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 the editing is faster. And so, like, the whole thing just feels more hype. I can't explain it. Octopus Hold, is that what it's called, Nutacon? So here we go. Startup of King here. Now, like I said, I can actually analyze this a little bit more, but I'll still not try to take too long with the analysis. But I love this. Yeah, number one. And then he just looks at you, dude. I love this. Number one. That's me. <laughs> He's so cute. Look at him. He's so cute. I just want to, like, pet his head. Oh, my God. King is so adorable. Look at him. Look at those little fuzzy ears. Oh, little king. Little fuzzy king. Anyways, let's go. Yeah. So block, and then there it is. Power crush. So, um, this looks like, uh, what he used to do with, um, what is it? Forward three, I think it looks like, but I don't remember forward three stepping that far. Now, is that what it is? I'm not sure, but let's see. It hits out of the air, I think it is. Let's see. Mm, yeah. Oh no, he hits him on the ground, but it causes a knockdown and then a forced block. It was a forced block over here and then a mix up here. And okay, so that's forward, forward, neutral two or forward, forward, neutral one, forward, forward, neutral two, because he's punching with the right hand. So forward, forward, neutral two hits and on counter hit, he gets this automatic follow up. So that's what we see right there. That's his uh, back one, I think it is. Um... Back one, back two, back two. And then uh, it hit, and does he get a, does he get a guaranteed low throw here? Maybe that was a counter hit, but he gets the low throw over here. The crouching throw, and then splat. I don't remember him doing that posing before, right? Before he used to just grab and splat him, but now they actually, he actually does more of the wrestling stuff, like, ah, Splat. And then here we go. That one there. I think that's the same one. That might be that forward forward. I'm not sure actually which one, but this is interesting. So, okay. So then this is, I see, I don't know what that is. This a new throw. Cause obviously this is a launcher here. It like grabs him on the ground. Like obviously when he grabs people out the air, he's done this throw before, but he's never launched people afterwards. Like, he launches him, and then he actually gets to do it again. This is obviously the old throw. That's the one that we've seen a billion times before. But what is, what is, what is this, dude? I actually get to throw people twice in a row, like, bam, into, uh, into, bam. Like, this is amazing. So this is the swing back to the front, which causes the wall splat, launches him. This is just the uh, giant swing input against the wall splatted opponent. Uh, he's always had this one. This is what he's always done here. So that's what that is right there. And there he is. Time for the, uh, see, the King of Iron Fist tournament is what the microphone says. Mm. 
uh, counter hit. So I had talked about this before, how uh, Tekken is really good at being able to change whether which camera angle to use based off of whether you input the follow-up. So King's back one, two is not something that you can hit confirm the two. You have to hit the two before the one. In Tekken 7, when back one connected, it caused the zoom in for the counter hit. But if you actually did back one and two, the back one would hit as a counter hit, but the camera wouldn't change because it knew it was going into the two. So that's what we see here. Bam, that's the counter hit right there. You can see him stunned, but he follows up with the two. The question is, if he had done just back one, are we going to still get the counter hit zoom-ins? Are we going to get the same counter hit zoom-ins that we did before? That's what I'm curious about. That's what I'm curious about. But then here he activates that uh, drive rate. I got to brush up on those... Uh, mechanics here so like i said i'm pretty sure that's just a trailer only camera angle change right there okay so another so this is again a new power crush i have never seen him do this as a power crush before i don't know what button this is but the fact that you can interrupt in but in the middle of strings is gonna make power crushes really scary because that's definitely a string from paul here and he just power crushes it and bam Oh, and it hits him, and maybe on Punish it goes into a canned follow-up. I'm not sure, but... Oh, dang. Okay, now Mike Watson coming in here with the gift subs as well. Shout-outs to Mr. Watson. Thank you for the uh, subs. Uh, also to Steppenwolf23, Zanetsu, PC Genjin, Tetsuya5963, and Lazy Ace Jace. Thank you for the continued gift subs. Uh, Watts, appreciate it very, very much. And boom. Okay, so that that was his rage drive before. That was his rage drive before. So where did this come? So like, again, that whole heat mechanic thing. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on with the heat mechanic. Just stop by to say hi and have a great day, everyone. James, we all know our parents are tough on us because they only want the best. It's true. Don't take it. I, I, I don't take it too hard. Like I said, my parents are wonderful. Honestly, uh, my parents are amazing, amazing people. It's just one of those things that, you know, you just kind of wish that your parents could be like, oh my God, you're in Street Fighter 6. That's amazing. You know, you just, you, you kind of want to hear those words. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but in any case, here we go. So again, the heat mechanic here. So the power crush leads into the heat engage i think is what it's called the heat engage here and then so he gets but he doesn't do the charging in there and then he gets the old rage drive but now has a canned follow-up to it because before when the rage drive hit it just bounced up you could do whatever the hell you want but it looks like he has a canned follow-up to it now and then here he goes. So is the back throw finally going to be useful? Because every time King landed this, I never thought it was useful. All the follow-ups on this did no damage. Like, it really, really did no damage uh, in this situation. So, oh, he tried to sidestep and got grabbed. So this is grabbing out of the sidestep and gets him with the stunner? Is that the stunner? Is that the stunner right there? Is that what that's called? Because <laughs> that's what... uh. That's what The Rock was, like, the best at selling, right? Like, he was always, like, really, really good at selling that diamond cutter. Okay. 
and then he comes in. Oh my gosh! And that looks like that looks more like his old power crush. But he points now. But he used to charge with the shoulder. Now he just comes in here and kicks you. Like this is a completely new move. That looks like a completely new move. It looks kind of like the old power crush, but the old power crush was the shoulder ram. This one he did. So if he still has the old power crush with the shoulder ram, that's four power crushes that we've seen for King already in this video here. So blocks that. That's the punish. That's what? Forward, uh, forward 2-1, I believe it is. Yeah, forward 2-1. And interesting. Oh, and that's a, that's a starter. That's a heat starter right there. So on that, he gets to go in there and he gets to pick you up off of that? Yo. And then what the hell was that? And that's that power crush uh, kick that we saw earlier. No. That looks different than the power crush kick that we saw earlier. Because the power crush kick that we saw earlier, he had his toe pointing forward, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure he had his toe pointed forward here. No, okay, okay, it is the same one. It is the same one. Okay, okay. Got it. It's the same one. Good, 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 good. Okay, so it's the same move here. But yeah, that's crazy. So uh, here's the slam, blam, thank you, ma'am, over here. And here we go. Oh, no, we were past this already. So yeah, we're past this. So here we go. So pow, pow, he gets the heat engager, picks up with the down forward 4-3, and then jab once, and then he does that move again, and he gets the heat charging running thing, the heat advance. <laughs> I really need to go review the mechanics again, but it gives him even more follow-ups into uh, the anti-air the anti uh, giant swing input. Bam. And then here we go. The slowdown. He gets the counter hit launcher into his super. And here we go. Blap. The heat dashes in the beginning. Yeah, but you can do two heat dashes if I'm not mistaken. Because you do the heat dash to start to go into heat. And then afterwards you can use the moves and then spend the little eight symbol for another heat dash again in the middle of the combo. So I think you can get two heat dashes in one or something like that, but <sighs> it's so confusing. I really need to review it. Anyways, here we go. This is, I love this. And yeah, here we go. And he actually gets like a real like spinning pile driver looking thing. You know what that looks like? It looks like Clark, actually. It looks like Clark. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? I wonder if that's something that's going to get fixed a little later on. Like, Paul's like, huh, wait a minute. I think my leg is broken? Ah! Oh! <laughs> like, he has to think about it for a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think my back is broken. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it reminds me of Clark's throw, his level three. So there you go. There's King. 
And I'll tell you this, the reason why I wanted to play King was in Tekken 5, as soon as that I saw that he could end his juggles with the with the with the power bomb basically out of the air that you could throw people out of the air, I was like, dude, King is the best. So in Tekken 5, I tried playing Roger and I played tried playing King. That lasted for an entire day, I think it was. In Tekken Tag, I think I tried playing Roger and King. I don't even remember now, but then there was no Roger in 7, so I just played King, and I'll definitely be st staying with King in 7. And and honestly, playing King in 7 was kind of nice, because at least I wasn't using a low-tier character, right? Clearly, King was a strong character. He wasn't top-tier, but he was very, very good. So it was nice having a character that didn't suck for once in a fighting game, even though I sucked at the fighting game. I need to find a game where I'm playing a good character and I'm decent at the fighting game at the same time. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, I swear to God, I'm going to have that situation. But King is hella fun. And the fact that you got like two throws in a car, he's got a throw launcher into a throw. <laughs> Yo, like I'm, again... Hashtag justice for grapplers, dude. I might just be... If Zangief is as fun as he looks in Street Fighter VI, next generation of fighting games, I might just be all grapplers. Oops, all grapplers. That will make me stick with Potemkin and Strive, and then I'll just play Zangief, I'll play King, and that's it right there. I'll be oops, all grapplers all day. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, no, Tekken 7 is very, very balanced. And it's a lot of it has to do with the system of the game, right? Obviously, a lot of the differences just comes from being able to extend off of combos and, and just having actual decent mix-ups and having more things to keep an eye out for. But for the most part, you know, they design the characters in a way that there's a lot of universal stuff, right? Like, here's your way to blow up crowd, you know, to down ones, et cetera, et cetera. Here's how you chase the back. It's, it's just kind of like that. The biggest weakness that King really had was that he didn't have as good Oki as a lot of other characters, I think. So he had decent Oki, but some characters like that was like kind of their thing. And uh, I always remembered in King when I knocked people down, it was a little bit trickier to be uh, as crazy with him. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Akuma, right, who goes against the system, exactly, Proud Soul, that's the reason why Akuma is so good, because he doesn't play, he doesn't play Tekken, he plays some other game in the middle of Tekken, which is why all the Tekken players hate Akuma, <laughs> Uh, I mean, honestly, one of the biggest problems with Akuma was that his low was too powerful. If he hit you with a crouching medium kick, kick crouching medium kick fireball FADC was too much of a reward for not blocking a low. And that's not what Tekken is, has ever been about, right? Like, you're not supposed to get that kind of reward off of that. Yeah, it has to be close range, but still, that's just not something that, I mean, you die. Like, you lose the game. You lose the game if he has two bars and he hits you with a crouching medium kick up close and FADC cancels like and takes you to the corner and raging demons you and stuff like that. So like it's just he it was it was too good. He wasn't playing the game. And yeah, you could learn to fight him specifically, but why? Why does he get to get away with not playing the game unlike all the other characters? Like there's always the fighting game characters that don't play the game. But, I mean, a lot of times they do end up the strongest characters. Honestly, they do in, in a lot of situations. They, sometimes they end up being the worst character because they can't play the game. 
But a lot of times they end up being a very strong character because they don't actually have to play the game. So it's really, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, any case, Lars, this trailer I have not seen. And again, I know almost nothing about Lars. So you guys at home are going to have to help me out with this trailer a lot over here. I'm just going to be watching and being like, okay. So uh, let's go ahead and check this out. He's related to Heiachi? What? Wait, what? That's not right. Get ready for the next battle. The Lion of the Rebellion. He's the lion? Yes. That's right, he is anime fighter. Oh, oh, we got Jack in the building here. What the hell? Wait, Lars is the guy who can charge up his hand? Was he the guy who can charge up his hand? Oh, there's that background with the explosion. Oh, that was Claudio. Okay, okay. My hand! Oh, ow! What? Okay, see, that looks like a lot of damage off of a low starter as well. Man, if they give a bunch of Tekken characters damages off of low starters, oh boy. Admittedly, Lars does look like he should be in DOA. Yo, he even gets freaking like the, 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 the Kami Strider ninja. The ninja super. <laughs> That's true, almost everybody has new hairdos and they didn't give him one. Alright, so, like I said, don't know much about Lars, so you guys are going to have to help me uh, a little bit here. But again, uh, just from what I've seen, it looks like he's got some powerful lows already again, but, I mean... I got it. I gotta say, man, like <laughs> the fact that he can move so fast while wearing that much clothing, <laughs> it's really impressive. This guy is a lot stronger. Like he'd probably be like that scene from Naruto, isn't it? Like he'll be standing on like the big giant's rock and he'll take off the coat and the coat slams onto the ground and actually he's just carrying a bunch of extra weight to hold him down, you know? Like, I feel like that's that's my anime reference for the day. I think that's like one of only three anime references that I can make. But uh, I think that's just basically what it is because that coat is thick, dude. That coat is thick. <laughs> he's, look at, his head is like barely in there. <laughs> oh, is there, is there more than that? Okay. Look at him sliding on in. He does seem like a deal. Okay, what other character does he feel like to me? I mean, he does have a little bit of that raven on that slide kind of thing too, so. Hayate. Yeah, Hayate from DOA, right? Is that the character that I'm thinking of, Machina Soul? Because that, that might be who I'm thinking of. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely Final Fantasy here. Okay, so low crush right there. <laughs> 
Lars's face, dude. Look at Lars's face. He's just like, and that's when you realized you fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, bam, bam. Okay. Okay, so going into stance right there. Uh, how many stances did Lars have? So pow into stance, twirl into stance, and then it looks like the low follow-up out of the stance right there. And then this move. What is... Did he ever have something like this before? He is Heiachi's bastard son because Heiachi wanted to prove that Kazumi was the source of the devil gene and not him. So does he have the devil gene? Was Heiachi wrong? <laughs> so he did have this move before. Okay, so this is just what? A leaping throw, basically? Uh, is that... Oh, so he doesn't have the devil gene. Okay, so in other words, it was from Kazumi. Okay, so he has this throw. Okay, is it a throw or can you block it? Can you actually block that move? So there's a low hit. Looks like a natural combo into pressure, right? So it is a throw. So hit, hit, stance, cancel into pressure. So again, the low is not leading to a lot of damage, but it's leading to plus frames that you got to deal with. Jack tries to hit. He, cr he tech crouches under it. Pow, hits him low again, and then counter hits him. Gets the canned follow-up on the counter hit. There we go. Orbital going over the low over here. That's why he's bald. But if that's the case, shouldn't Lars be bald? Or did Lars take all of the, the hair gene? So here we go. Orbital. So orbital, boom, launch into combo follow-up. Pow, pow. Into a stance, it looks like. Into a launcher thing. Into dash. Into blap, blap. See, he hasn't done a lot of heat stuff yet. Like, in the King trailer, we just saw it was like, Power Crush, Heat Engage, Power Crush, Power Crush. So far, it's just Lars being Lars, it looks like. Oh, dang. So there's a Backsway stance right there. So that's that's a stance initiation, right? Bam, stance initiate, makes him whiff, comes back in for the whiff punish, gets a hit, and gets to keep the combo going. And here we go, into the wall over here. Oh, stance two in the flip combo is finish. So flip combo finish is a new option. Okay, so a lot of this is new. The stance transitions got it. And there's the wall break. So you know, unlike uh, the ones where you fall down the wall or just the ones that shatter and you crumple, this one actually launches you. So this is a launch uh, environmental. Get the juggle here, and then that's probably a just for the trailer's sake camera angle change right there. And then Lars is thinking to himself, there's no way because he's about to take off the coat. And he's like, no, if I take off the coat, I will be too powerful. So I will leave it on and that way. And you will still not have any way to stop me. Okay, so here we go. Pow, counter hit launch comes in there and then just activates into that's that's that rage. act. So again, like it looks like they're just doing rage drives, right? But that's going, is that the raw activate in the heat in the follow-up? Is that just raw heat activation there? Is that just, that's just the, like the burst heat activation, right? And then he's just going into the combo afterwards. Because that doesn't move, like the heat engagers usually come after a hit and don't have an animation with that. Yeah, so that's the raw heat burst, the raw activation. So boom. And then yeah, so then he comes in here and hits with... 
the heat bound move, <laughs> the heat bound move, and then pow, pow, and then can keep the combo going, bam. There we go. So here's, so here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Like this move right here, this looks like a low. Like this is a low, right? That's gotta be a low. But he's coming in there glowing blue. So is he in heat already on the start? No, he's not glowing blue. That's just electricity. So he just has this stomp right here, pow, which hits and he gets this follow up here. But the follow-up is a heat engager. So in other words, off of this low, if he gets a counter hit off of this low, he can combo, like I bet you non-counter hit, this is not a natural combo. But on counter hit, he gets this in the heat engage. So he gets to dash in, but it's a mix-up afterwards. If I'm not mistaken, this is always a mix-up. This is not a true combo here. So he goes for a launch right there. So that might not be a true combo off of the low. If I'm not mistaken, you can block that. That whenever you hit a heat engager into the heat dash, that gives you a mix up, not a combo. So this is not full combo off of a low counter hit. This is just a heat engager free mix up off of the low hit. But you can see right there, he gets cool leapy kick into, into freaking dive kicky move over here. So yeah, so he gets the mix up, leap, leap kick into dive kick. And then here we go. Here we get the, not the slowdown, he just gets the counter hit. So again, counter hit into heat engage, bow, into heat rush. Heat, so heat engager into heat rush, goes in here and then immediately charges at him. Now he charges at him, and you, as you can see, Kazuya Jin? Jin? Kazuya. That's Kazuya. Kazuya blocks it, but it is a move that apparently causes one of those stagger blocks, and uh, he has to deal with this uh, pressure now. And so he tries to sidestep, and we see a tracking move right here. A tracking move. Uh, I wonder if they still have those tracking moves designed. Yeah, you can still see it. See, it still has the tracking bubbles. So we still have the tracking bubbles over here. Uh, so heat dash is not used after a heat engager. The run is used automatically. Okay, okay. That's So the heat engager, when it hits, just leads into that automatically? I, I forget. I forget exactly how that works, but here we go. But I mean, it may be a tracking launch only on counter hit maybe, but, uh, uh, oh my God. Wait, what the hell was that? A low tracking launcher, but maybe this is a canned follow-up. So maybe he doesn't actually get a full combo after this. Perhaps it's not a launcher in terms of, hey, I get a combo, but hey, counter hit, I get to do cool anime follow-up. Dude, he dabs on Kazuya, dude. Like, Lars is literally dabbing on you guys. Lars is too cool for school, man. <laughs> he is definitely too cool for school. <laughs> uh, there we go. And there we go. Just uh, low crushes under the kick over there. <laughs> So you see right there, goes right under, punish, punish. And there we go, the heat engager leading into the rush. No, that's not a heat engager. 
That's this is something. Oh, he's already in heat. That's what it is. So he's in heat, and what he does is he spends his heat into the heat engager, uh, the heat rush, the heat rush. So he starts off this sequence in heat, pow, pow, and then he spends the the heat engager move into the heat rush by spending the little eight symbol so he can keep this combo going, pow, pow, like that, and then he keeps getting more juggle, dang. Oh, look at that corner carry, dude. Look at the corner carry. And there's that hot dog cart back there with dude in the cart just being like, oh, another day here in the world of Tekken, whatever. And here we go, the slowdown, pow, crumple into super, by the power of Grayskull. I have the power. And here we go. It's so funny, too, because he's not even there. Like, he's literally not there, right? Like, it's just a swirl. Like, when Cammy does her level three, at least you can see Cammy on the screen. But he's just swirling you, basically. Uh, uh. And then comes into play, and then... Oh, bam! Yo, look at this. Dude, he's... Dude, Lars is too cool for school, okay? Like, you can't describe it any other way, right? He has to be too cool for school, because he's so cool that it's not really that cool anymore. <laughs> You've kind of uh, left being cool. <laughs> you're so cool that you're no longer cool. You're now leading into the, the world of cringe here. But look at him. Yeah, I'm Lars. <laughs> this victory will lead us to a better tomorrow. Yo, he's also righteous too, isn't he? He's like super, he, he thinks he's doing all good for the world right now. Uh, so he, he's, a, he's a pro tag for sure. And I forget, Jin is a pro tag, right? Kazuya and Heiachi are antagonists. Was Kazuya ever the pro tag in the original Tekkens before Jin? And has Jin ever been an antagonist? So Jin is actually kind of evil. So is there so none of the the Mishima family are protags? They're all evil. So Lars was the protag in 6. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> That's Lars. Voila. Lars. Lee is an adopted Mishima is a good guy. I'm assuming Asuka's a pro protag, right? Asuka is a protag, I got to imagine. Like she's supposed to be a good guy, I, I think. I think. So Kazuya was the protag of one because there wasn't any Jin yet. Jin showed up later on, right? You know what? I'm gonna have to find like a document that actually talks about all the uh, all the storyline. I need a Tekken story FAQ. That's what I need. Did anyone ever write a Tekken story FAQ? <laughs> uh, was six not canon? Have they erased six from canon? So Jin is supposedly on the good side, although he did do war crimes in Tekken 5. Okay. Jin shows up in 3, right. Okay. All right. There you go. That's Lars and King. And again, like, King definitely got... Was there a World War 3 in Tekken? 
Tekken actually takes place after after a World War Three has been caused. Is 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 Tekken is Tekken actually a post-apocalyptic world, or it was is it just a world war and the war is over and everything is kind of back to normal now? Anyways, I obviously I'm very curious to how Tekken goes, and I want to play Tekken Eight and see if I can maybe maybe if the game is a little bit more 2D-y with all these crazy mechanics and stuff, the game will make more sense to me and stuff. But going into Tekken 8 with Tekken 7 knowledge, I think, will help me get a much better start than uh, what Tekken 8, than what I did with Tekken 7, where I just went into that completely blind with no Tekken history at all whatsoever. Uh, but... Now that I've seen this King trailer, like I'm, I'm hype. <laughs> like I, I am actually kind of excited to to double power bomb people with some King. I, I'm actually kind of uh, uh, excited for that. So, so uh, I definitely know who my main character is already. So we'll see what happens. They haven't introduced any brand new, brand new characters yet in in eight. Right. So far, we've got nothing but returning characters. So far, it, it seems like so. Uh, I did watch the Law trailer last time, Harv. You should be able to see that on my YouTube channel already. Uh, YouTube.com slash TV. It's already there, so check that out if you want to see my Law, uh, my Law and Paul reaction videos that I did as well. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That's Tekken 8. Uh, again, still don't know when it's coming out like rumors say that it's supposed to come out this year which would probably mean december or something like that but i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes i i personally like i did with six with street fighter six i was like i'm not holding my breath for street fighter six anytime soon well it's coming out now so i'm not holding my breath anytime for tekken 8 i'm sure it'll take a while i'm sure they're still working on a lot of it but it is going to be a very different game than Tekken 7. Clearly already, you can tell it's going to be an extremely different ga game. The heat mechanic is going to change so much. And that's actually kind of what I want to talk about with the next subject over here on managing expectations. However, uh, if you are watching this video on YouTube, I believe this should be up already. So if you want to hear me talk about that, check the YouTube channel again, youtube.com slash TV. I believe that this video should be up already. But for those of you who are here on Twitch, continue to keep watching over here. Um, but for now, that'll be the end here for you, for the YouTube audience. Like I said, I'll continue forward with the Twitch audience right after this, but for the YouTube audience, thank you guys for watching this. Uh, again, please comment. Please like and subscribe. Uh, just let me know what you think of King and Lars. Uh, just uh, engagement, engagement, engagement definitely helps the YouTube algorithm. So the more engagement I get uh, on my YouTube videos, the more my videos do get promoted in suggestions and stuff like that. So uh, feel free to comment below. And uh, if you do, you'll be supporting me. Thank you guys very much. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I know you did. Because the day that this podcast and these analysis videos graced your presence were the most important days of your life. But for me... It was Tuesday. <laughs>